0: Ho, 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 yee-haw, and all those good things that people say in the South during the holidays. Welcome back to another episode of Murder Blows. Tonight, Maisie is back at it again with some crazy twists and turns. All uh, taking place in a state that we've all lived, or live, or maybe you'll never know. But You don't have to to unwrap this or uh throw away pointless paper or keep it for random crafts that you think you're gonna do for the rest of the year because we're right here on all media that shares podcasts anyways you're listening to it so you already know that I'm Violet and I'm joined by my co-host Daisy Cody Sasha and we're gonna listen to those sweet jingle bells I had a really funny quote but now I can't think of it so hi I'm Violet the elf what's your favorite color roll that intro music are you Did on the
1: back well, I try not to be loud, but these are, like, rosemary crackers. Yum. That's all right.
0: Ooh, <laughs> let me tell you. Have you ever been bean-boozled? You ever got yourself a little bean boozle? No. Fuck, I hate bean boozle.
1: What happened?
0: Okay, do you remember, like, those old Harry Potter uh, jelly beans? And they were like, oh, Birdie oh. Bot's every flavor beans. Well, then... America was like, what if we made it into a game? Bean boozled. We're like, uh-huh. this blue flavor could be uh, blueberry or it could be toothpaste, you know? Which
2: is the best option of the box, like the best possible
0: uh, combo. I'm going to say a second best. And everyone thinks I'm super weird for this, but I played it one night and I got the white jelly bean, which could either be coconut or rosemary or no uh baby wipes baby yeah. wipes sorry yeah and i was like okay i it's definitely not coconut but <laughs> this should tastes so good are I was you like, what is it
1: serious that's the one that i'm like how the hell do you get that into a jelly bean because it tastes just like what a baby wipe it tastes like
0: i no. think it tastes like rosemary
1: <laughs> you got it all wrong little fella something's and wrong lavender. with
0: that taste bud group
2: oh no It it's freaking delicious well, you can have all those. Violet Retweet. Do it on stage, live.
0: Almost vomited. Um, oh yeah. Good times. Was that at uh, the Luke? Harry Potter? What's up, Cody? Yeah, uh, it's been a night. Is the
3: little one okay? Um, he just threw up in his bed, but me and Seth handled it. Well, Seth handled it. You can go to your family if you need to. I completely <laughs> yeah. understand. No, it's okay. He's sleeping. Well, he's attempting to sleep. So as long as everything stays cool, I'm good. Okay. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. What <yeah. laughs> if I suddenly disappear? Yeah. If I suddenly disappear, yeah. Poor dude. Yeah, I know. It's It sucks because like... It... Like... Monday, when I went to pick him up from school, there was nobody in the car line, and I couldn't understand why. And I guess, like, one teacher had, like, five kids left in her class at the end of the day because they were all sick. Oh, that's a virus.
0: I was going to say, isn't yeah. there some gnarly stomach virus going around right now? And he hadn't,
3: he hadn't thrown up at all until tonight. And so now I'm like, great. Like, they didn't have school today because of snow, so that was kind of nice. And I was like, oh, it'll be he'll be fine by thursday no no no.
2: oh yeah i hear you washing your hands please use so much sanitization
3: (laughs) oh i have a bottle of like those like clorox wipes (laughs) important so important yes clorox wipes
1: Germex, and lots of hand soap so (sighs) we good um whatever is going around is knocking people out one by one cuz everyone at work is sick. So this week I've just been working and putting in overtime, which is not normal. <laughs> oh no. So I'm drained and then I remembered it was my week and I'm oh, like Oh no. Yes, the stars have aligned. <laughs>
3: Same. I took like all of the Christmas paintings I could take and then put my Etsy on vacation and then I was like I just need to paint three paintings a day until Monday and I'll be all caught up and then I can do like clean my house and do my Christmas stuff. Well it's really hard to get three paintings done a day. Yeah. Sounds four hard. Dogs. <laughs> four or four cats, a dog, a sick child. Yeah. No thank fun. you. Yeah. It's great. Anyway, how's everybody else? Sasha, did you get to see Cody? No, because I (laughs) stuck as a friend and a person, and no, it has nothing to
2: do with Cody. Yamakone is just like weird this year, and I didn't Uh, have my own car, so.
0: Oh. I I was like,
2: "Are you here?" And she's like, "No, I just left." I'm like, "Mother, (laughs) fuck." (laughs) The tea. The tea. Maybe it's green tea. For your health. I actually just learned. I'm gonna try these out. Here, here's something exciting in my life. There's this thing, a supplement called L. I'm gonna mispronounce it, but it looks like it's spelled theanine. Uh, and it's supposed to work in conjunction with caffeine to help you feel focused but reduce your anxiety. So I'll report back.
1: Interesting. I'm intrigued. Two
2: people that I respect a lot, their business owners, use it, and they say it works. And if they can do it, I can do it.
1: As a coffee professional, I'm very intrigued.
0: I've just started leaning into my rage and just, like, yelling back <clears throat> at people. Oh, turn like off
1: your camera so I can tell you a creepy story
3: about Yamacon. And I did what you girls told me to do last morning of Yamacon. I am in the hotel. Am I allowed to tell them this? About the carpet cleaner? Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. Um, so, I am in the hotel room and... I am trying to get out of the hotel room, but there's a bunch of people in there and I wanted to leave a tip, but the hotel was extra shitty this year and there was no pen or paper to write like this is your tip. So I go outside the hotel room and there's somebody next door, like with a vacuum cleaner. And I'm like, oh, I'll just pop in here. The door's open and yell at them and give them a tip. And I was expecting, like, a female. I don't know if that's sexist of me to be like that. But I was. Probably shouldn't. It's probably sexist. Anyway, this guy pops out. And I was like, hey, are you cleaning my room next? And he just looks at me and he's like, your fine ass is hot as hell. What? I was like, uh, uh. I'm like, I was just going to leave this tip, and I didn't want um, anybody to just walk out because my door's still open, and I didn't have a pen and paper. And he's like, can I get your number? And I'm like, I'm I'm married. And he's like, yeah, but are you allowed to have friends? And I'm like, "I didn't, of course, I don't want to make my husband sound like a dick in the middle of this for some crazy reason. So I'm like, well, I'm allowed to have friends, but not like that. And he was like, but can I get your number? And I'm like, uh, no. And he's like, well, where do you work? And I had my work shirt on. So I was like, fuck. And I'm just backing up towards the door. Like I am backing up towards the door. I have my phone in my hand. I'm (laughs) ready to yell. And he's like stepping towards me. And I'm just like, okay, my friends are next door, but I don't have their numbers in my phone. So I'll just yell at my phone. I'll just keep backing up. And uh, so I sent him to my husband's place of work, <laughs> like I worked there, <laughs> so that if he shows up and asks for me, um, he can get an earful, but I just pretty much ran away, and then told my friends, who got me safely, safely out of there, um, who were actually two guy friends, and they were ready to, like, kick his ass, so um, they got me safely out of there, I felt completely threatened. And it was awful. And that is a horrid example of how, you know, when somebody says they're married, you should not continue to pursue them. And continue and continue and continue. You should just leave them the fuck alone.
1: That guy should
2: get fired.
1: Oh, yeah. my God. Okay.
3: Yeah.
1: I, I have thoughts on this. Um, That s- story sucks. I was scared. Not, not your like, story I sucks, but, like, that sucks. That, that happened yeah it
3: wasn't like i didn't feel like terribly in danger but of course all of i listen to is like true crime stuff so of course i'm like extra paranoid about yeah it.
1: well of course um i i hate that feeling when people when someone asks you a question like that and you respond with what you think is a good answer and then they just keep asking questions and you're like you feel like you're stumbling yes exactly that was and me. I hate that so much none of that is your fault but also you don't have to answer any questions but I know what it's like to not you like don't want to seem rude right and I, I don't have like you, you get to just like back up and slam the door like <laughs>
3: right and I also didn't want to like anger him like yeah. I didn't want him to be one of those people who got angered by being turned out and then like drug me into the bathroom and raped me. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that was also suck. in the back of my head. So I was just trying to be like not completely rude, but not yeah, this is gonna go anywhere either, because you're right. fucking disgusting, like it's sick, and I'm married, and I'm in love, and
2: I don't want any of that. Also, you Ever? owe fucking nothing to this person. No! no. Exactly. Like, it's just... Mm. Even if you were interested in anything with that person, like a hi, hello, how are you? Let me answer the question you asked. Hey, I find you attractive. Would you mind if I had your number? Like, right. not any comment about your body in the yeah. first three seconds. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. Exactly. Especially
1: when you're at work. Also, though, if, you're, if he was working at the hotel where other people that were going to the con were staying... I can only imagine him being skeevy to other people. Oh, yeah,
0: truly.
3: He said he was just a carpet cleaner that the the hotel hired. Like, they hired out a company to come in and clean the carpets after the con.
0: Well, they shouldn't have. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, apparently. uh, (laughs) Well, my thing, too, uh, for guys, one, just don't do that. And I've been around, like, I mean, like, I've been around women where guys hit on them totally normally like i've seen it happen it can't you can happen do it. <laughs> Men, you can do it you totally can i promise you there was a time i was in a grocery store with sasha and this guy walked up to us and he was like hey um i don't need to mean to be like rude or weird or anything i just want to let you both know that you're both very pretty and i wanted to ask your friend and he was talking about sasha if she was single and sasha was like oh no like you know, I'm not, I have a boyfriend. He goes, of course, like, absolutely. And he's he like, well, thank you all for your time and have a nice day. And wow. that takes well, well
3: to do that, too.
0: Literally. You know? Yeah. Like, that shows way more than be like, yo, mama, what's your digits? Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Get <That's> out.
0: Titties. <sighs> <sighs> no.
3: no. Last time I leave a tip in person, let me tell you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, then it's like, just, ugh. That's just the worst, like, I'm a big believer in like one person can ruin it. As a safety coordinator, I'm a big believer in one person can ruin it for everybody. Mm -hmm. And like I see these little twerps like getting like special treatment because of who they're related to or something and I'm just like, that's it! I'm taking it all away, you know? And it's like I don't know. Why Why can't people Why is that people's first gut instinct? Like I don't know. I've been like single and like trashy and like wanting to like mac on faces. You can tell how good I was at it by how I described that.
1: Yes, um, I
2: too have been young and horny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> mac on I think we should call it Mac on faces. I like Mac
0: on faces a lot more than young on young and horny. Mac on faces. Um but no and like when I wanted to hit on a guy it wasn't like, yo, what's down those britches? <laughs> What's the other side of your butt look like? You know, I don't know. If that's that the other side of your butt. <laughs> Where I have we like gone? It. But but no, seriously. Like I mean, women too. You know, I would just walk up and be like, "Hey, you look like I could use a drink. How are you? Is your date going well? You have nice hair. I just wanted to tell you, I'm out. Bye. Okay, I'm not a good example because I'm awkward. It's- Fuck. I mean, uh, I've
3: had women like openly hit on me, not like, let me get your number forcefully, but like one time I was in Nashville at like one o'clock in the morning eating a pizza outside, and this girl was like, yeah. you no, know, she made some comment saying I was as fine as that pizza or something like that. And it was, it was like, it wasn't threatening. It was like, I don't know, not yeah. threatening.
0: Yeah, I mean there are ways Maybe to go. She was
3: just walking by and not walking towards me. Like,
0: <laughs>
2: hot take: don't I, threaten people, especially ones you want to be with.
3: that I'm with
0: you, and it just like is a big no.
3: It just like creeps me out all day. Like, I mean, and it so creeps me out. It's just like, ugh, stop. You know, I don't know, but yeah, just. Yeah, I was ready. I was ready. Like, everything you guys told me was running through my head. And I was just like, oh, I'm getting away from this. Nothing bad is going to happen. So that was nice. Ooh, I hate that
1: for you. Ugh. It's okay. But you Ugh. guys
3: helped me, like, stay calm. Just wanted to let you know.
1: I don't know, Cody. I think that was all you.
3: <laughs> nope.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to, uh, yeah. No offense to any of these ladies, but even if I do use a tip uh, from one of you on a daily basis, I'm like, you know what? Good job, you. You did <laughs> <Yeah>, well. <laughs> yeah. Give yourself some credit, because we weren't there, like, over your shoulder, because if that were the case, I would have, you know, I would have pulled out that purse hatchet. Uh,
1: that purse hatchet also i think strangers get like a two question maximum you know yeah don't need to like where do you work like what nothing good's gonna come from that
0: i work at mcdonald's go supersize it bitch where do you work (laughs) in hell yeah i just can't
2: also the two question limit should really be limited to like non-personal information
1: hey are you okay is this
2: your wallet that's the two questions do you like coffee can i ask you out
1: Sure. Great questions. Yes Not, and yes. <laughs>
2: where do you live? Can I look in your car?
1: What's your work?
3: I wear a wedding ring too. Like Doesn't matter, honey.
1: <clears throat> that don't matter. <laughs> I mean nothing.
0: <laughs> I don't know who this maze is on the podcast. I don't either.
1: I'm so you sorry.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just we're all weird. <laughs> like
3: we're all just like Christmas holiday like December out like we're all done i you
1: guys want yeah. to know a secret yeah yeah i haven't even started it shopping
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> i started everything at the end of october otherwise i will have a mental breakdown this week get it yeah. um so christmas tree went up right after halloween um i started shopping right then I have most of it done. What is left my, is my husband's responsibility because we have like 22 people to shop for. Oh my god! Um, that's Jeez. why you to, are not getting anything from me. Thanks that's in Nineteen people, <laughs> exactly. And um, we were gone all weekend, so my house is full of animal hair, um, and it's not going to get any better until I get these paintings done. Um, and then I was going to have friends over to help me paint too late in the load and that's not gonna happen because my kid's throwing up so it! I just want to sit and cry but I'm not going to <laughs>
0: that's right because you know it'll get done you know you'll you'll be sit I mean you always do Cody I've seen it happen I seen
3: it one year I didn't one year I cried and refunded like three orders um but I wasn't I didn't turn my Etsy off that year. I just, like, let it keep going for some uh, reason. Ooh, but yeah. this year, I put it on vacation and was, like, I'm full on Christmas orders. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Can't take it anymore. more. If you want something for after the holiday season, please message me and let me know. And I'm definitely hella cleaning my house after I get yeah. this done. So it can feel more <laughs> Christmassy in here
0: i know what i would get someone if i had any friends outside of this podcast and magical goo jelly and that is what would you new, get a new grape seed balm from right? uh-huh. arcadian grooming All right arcadian is on that one mm-hmm. yeah tight 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 sorry if you guys keep hearing me snap my fingers at my fucking bastard child he <laughs> keeps getting a claw stuck in my spider web tablecloth. Anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> driving me bonkers uh but yeah no totally uh 100% my face uh brace out is off I don't know what's going on with it this year it's literally never been dry a day in my life uh but for some weird reason it's like hey wouldn't you like to have oily t-zones which I didn't even know I had a t-zone be totally honest I guess everybody does wild uh <laughs> and I just like break out around my nose and my chin Uh, and oh there's another place oh yeah randomly on my cheeks that doesn't happen very often but hi i have four this morning um sorry now boris is like i've never been inside mom's dvd cabinet it's time to go (laughs) (laughs) Fuck! what is wrong with him uh it's sibling jealousy anyways but also randomly my jawline is dry as shit and my thumbs are dry I don't understand what's happening I just there's so many weird parts of my body that are just like I just don't want to obtain moisture or have an excessive amount like usual mm-hmm. that's right Boris it's hard <laughs> it's hard out here for a bitch um so <laughs> I use that shit every single day of my life no lie I thought the lip scrub was my number one it probably still is because I i am not supposed to eat it but it is delicious um also my lips are chapped as shit all the time uh and it's just been great seriously i've recommended it to everyone uh a lot of the engineers at work use uh this gojo that winds up drying out their hands even more or leaving a really gross sticky residue so i hook them up with the code murder blows as long as I told them not to listen to the podcast because they're all big-time Republicans. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, But regardless, <laughs> Republican or not, it's a great gift for everyone, even at those awkward family holiday dinners where you don't want to talk about anything. You can talk about how not dry your fucking skin is with this uh, new product. Uh-huh. And get 15% off in the, in the same thing. Yep. Late on me. It.
2: I have a secret Santa and Jeremiah's family, and they are getting Blaine Slay Lab products. <laughs> Sweet and salty scrub and the lip scrub. It's all you, BB. It's over that $20 mm. maximum, but you're worth it. <laughs> but not really with Code Murder Blossom. It came close. And I'm so well, excited to be like, these are all hand packed and handmade. With ingredients that you understand and won't kill you, and it good for you, and it good for you. Don't eat the lip scrub. Well,
1: in vast quantities. <laughs> <laughs> in large quantities. Maybe in large quantities. Quantities over time, it's fine. They they didn't say that. Allie didn't say that. I did. In fact, the the bottle
2: now recommends that you don't
0: they heard violet and they're like you know what i legit feel so bad about that but i (laughs) tell you it's not gonna stop me ali i'm so sorry (laughs) i'm so sorry i have a problem i just put it on and then when eric's not looking i stick my tongue out and go (laughs) like fucking yoshi (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) someday
3: somebody's gonna read this that label and be like, why is this on there? Who would eat it? And it's all because of you, Violet.
0: Yeah. Hey, um, if I gotta be known for something. <laughs> 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 My name goes down in the history books. That's Look at that. That's your skill. Uh, so please check out Arcadian <laughs> Official on <laughs> instagram Uh and blank slate labs for all your uh other needs i believe that is where the lip scrub comes from correct
2: the sweet and salty scrub the uni oil and the coffee mud mask thank Mm -hmm. you the coffee mud scrubby thing
0: tight yes i love doing that and then i feel like i look like uh i just got out of jumanji hell yeah and it's pretty cool (laughs) I crawled through some mud (laughs) I crawled through some mud, Smell like coffee any
2: other life stories? everyone good?
0: I think so, I went to the hospital but it wasn't interesting (laughs) <laughs> i'm fine preface all right i was just shitting and vomiting blood long story short it's could...
2: apparently not an issue
0: <laughs> apparently right everything's fine because they had a high volume day and that was on the bottom of their to-do list oh no <laughs> yeah i got booted they're like we don't know maybe you have food poisoning i think you have a uti and i was like i don't think i have a uti and they're like mm, well maybe you do <laughs> 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 i don't know about that but
3: health care in america
0: yeah truly now I'm like three yeah, grand in debt is as good as ours. <laughs> literally I paid for them to fucking poke me with needles
3: I could have
2: web indeed this bullshit
0: I did yeah. I probably found my answer better and you know what I'm not pooping blood anymore so <laughs> <laughs> that was wild too they were like it hasn't happened when since you've been here and i was like well yeah i haven't eaten since 7 p.m last night and it's fucking four in the afternoon now and, it uh, already
3: came
2: out like yeah like, literally do you want me to take pictures
0: well yeah so believe it or not i did oh really? uh, yeah uh so what really alarmed me was i would have to run to the bathroom for diarrhea sorry everyone um and i would just literally there was no poo it was just blood oh my my god God. yeah so i was like i should probably take a picture of this um smelled like poo was blood um oh my god and so i showed it to them and they were like oh that's really concerning i was like yeah i thought so so (laughs) hi welcome i'm here in the (laughs) emergency room I should also note that I do not go to the doctor. I know a lot of people are like, I never go to the doctor. But when they were asking me a lot of questions, like literally the guy was like, Where do they usually draw blood from? I was like, Do you want me to level with you right now? I haven't been to like the ER in about ten years, and I haven't seen a doctor for anything other than the flu in like six years. So Good luck. Yeah. Your guess is as good as mine. He got frustrated and left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Where Yeah. Do they
3: usually draw blood from? Well, <laughs> assuming <laughs> that like, have, oh my god.
2: A vein? Like, good news, <laughs> I bleed from everywhere.
0: <laughs> it probably doesn't help. Okay, this is what was wild too. This is what irritated me probably the most besides like getting diagnosed with a UTI for shitting and vomiting blood. <laughs> Which is as metal as it sounds, except <laughs> smellier. Um... Uh, <laughs> But, uh, they, so at three o'clock they came in and I was like, oh, well my, you know, my fiance is on his way to pick me up. Uh, so he might pop back here and they're like, actually, we're probably going to have to have you wait out there. Um, keep in mind, I still had a blood pressure cuff around me, uh, <laughs> a heart monitor on, and my IV in. Um, yeah. <laughs> so they took the IV out, but I could still feel like that little plastic bit in oh. my vein yeah, not a fan of that either, believe it or not. Uh, and so uh, my fiance got there. We were sitting there. And about 4.30, you know, after they were like hustling me out, I still hadn't been checked on or anything or discharged. And so they came back and... Uh, or you know I was like I really just want this thing out of my arm like I'm getting ready to start ripping things out by myself and I'm telling you people I am that person I have no qualms about it if I do not like it and I think it's time to be out I'm going to take it out so I took off the blood pressure cuff and that's when my fiance was like I'll go ask um which that was not you know scary but he was just like don't touch medical things it makes me uncomfortable um (laughs) Turn away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of here. Even though it was just... He was just looking out for me, really. Um, But uh, so he goes out and the lady's like, oh, it's just a piece of plastic. She probably can't even feel it. I can. <laughs> I don't know if that's... If I'm just sensitive or what. But I definitely could feel that thing in my skin, so...
3: There's a piece of plastic wedged in my arm. I'm pretty sure I can feel it.
0: Like- yeah. It hurts. <laughs> I'm not by most definitions a pussy but it hurts <laughs> it's uncomfortable and so like when I heard her essentially say that like I probably couldn't feel anything I was like that's it now the heart monitor's going off so I took that off <laughs> and we were in there until like 5 30 and then finally this lady came in and she was like oh they left this in why and I was like I don't know why you're asking me
1: <laughs> i'm not a medical professional
0: <laughs> i, <laughs> I barely... asked to have it removed <laughs> yeah about an hour and a, an hour ago actually but yeah but it was fine i mean i'm not pooping blood anymore or vomiting so i mean i guess i'm fine <sighs> someone's in the air man <laughs> yeah i know i could ask someone i was like do you think it could be an ulcer and they were like eh, maybe <laughs> 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 like i got so many maybes possibly's uh oh yeah i was like well a uti can't cause me to shit and vomit blood and it doesn't feel like uti and, and like,
3: that's why none yeah, of us go to the weird. doctor like yep. none of us just don't go because you know you're just gonna get the run around and then a huge bill and no answers oh Yo. i've had pain coming up my right
2: leg for four years now and every time i ask about sure. it they're like just stop exercising
0: <laughs> but also to keep your heart rate good you need to make sure you're exercising. <laughs> yeah. That was something wild too and I'm not saying this to be a smart ass or mean to myself. I'm being 100% legitimate. They were really bragging on how healthy I am. <laughs> <laughs> but you were like <laughs> <laughs> Thanks they were... They were like, oh wow, like your blood count is great. Everything looks so good. Like your heart rate is perfect. Your blood pressure is great. And I was like, there's no way on earth.
1: <laughs> like
0: they asked how much I drank. And I was like, on a weeknight, usually one or two beers. And then I was like, but on, they were like, oh, that's not bad. And I was like, but. On the weekend, I start drinking at 10 a.m. at the latest. I drink two bottles of champagne, a bottle of wine, and a six-pack Saturday and Sunday. I always make sure on Sunday to stop drinking by 7 p.m. so I can sober up for work the next day. And they were like, oh, huh. Because I told them I was worried about my liver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm leaving that in. <laughs> and they were like... Well, everything looks great. And I was like, we must be looking at two different people. Are
1: you sure you have the right person? I, I yeah, just love that drink menu read off. And then you're like, well, I'm worried about my liver. <laughs>
3: worried about? It's my favorite. <laughs> I, can't. I needed this so much. You don't even understand. You're my favorite,
0: Violet. I do what I can. <sighs> um, yeah. So apparently I am just fucking is supremely healthy <laughs> even though let me tell you the first thing i ate when i got home was macaroni and cheese i shit blood that out <laughs> <laughs> i had buffalo wild wings the next day with three beers so oh my god that doesn't cause nope those paths are not connected nope nope as much as little violet thought so Mm-mm. nope All right. butthole is a separate entity you know what else is a separate entity? Whatever Maisie has in store for us. Oh,
1: boy. <laughs> Whoa. love it. Okay. Are you guys ready? I'm mm, ready. So, I'm going to do the thing that I tell the story in the way that I found out about it. How does that sound?
2: Awesome. I enjoy Great. it. Love it.
1: Love it. So, my husband actually sent me this article, which is very weird because he normally doesn't send me stuff like this. But the one time he did recommend a case for this podcast, it was the Lavinia Fisher, which is the lady that <laughs> was uh, hung in the early, like, 1700s, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but she just, like, jumped off herself. Uh, Remember if you that have one? any
2: messages for Satan send them with me?
1: Yeah, that one. That lady. Love her. That lady. <laughs> what a time <laughs> to be alive. So, well, really and dead, apparently. yeah. Uh, so he sent me this article, and this whole thing is the title. <coughs> this is from BusinessInsider.com, and the title is: "For 20 years, a Tennessee baby thief kidnapped more than 5,000 <gasps> children from the streets, that. hospitals, and shanty towns of Memphis. Now, 70 years later, survivors of her house of horrors are confronting the past." This was on Unsolved Mysteries. It was on Unsolved Mysteries. What? So my sources are this article, unsolved mysteries, a criminal um, episode. I was gonna do this one. I'm so. Were glad you really? Doing it? Yeah. Oh, I was do no. it
3: and then I didn't. I did the global warming bullshit instead. Not that it's bullshit, but it's
1: bullshit. That's so funny. Um, yeah, criminal. And then there was a podcast called. It's one I hadn't heard of before, but I actually really liked it. And I'll probably listen to other stuff from them, too. Um, What Did You Do is the name of the podcast. And then the LA Times. Okay. So, if anybody has anything to add to this, just let me know. Because there's a lot. I, this is one that I read, that article, and I was like, well, that's so crazy. Like, let me look into it. And I was like, holy shit. There's yeah. so much here. <laughs> Instant regret. <laughs> So, um, today we're going to talk about Beulah George, she went by Georgia, Tan, uh, which has to be one of the most Southern names I've ever heard. Beulah Mm -hmm. George Tan uh, was born on July 18th, 1891. She was born in Philadelphia, Mississippi. I know, isn't that crazy? Uh, Her dad was George Clark Tan and her mom was Beulah Yates. Uh, she was born into a, a wealthy Southern family. Her father was a judge. And all he wanted for Georgia is he really wanted her to be like concert pianist. So at a young age, he put her into lessons. She wasn't stoked about that idea, but she wanted her father's approval. So she did it anyway. She graduated. Uh, Martha, we're skipping ahead here because... nothing in her early life really happened except for there was this one instance that they talked about in criminal where, so her father apparently dealt with more like juvenile cases or cases involving juveniles, but more like rehoming children, which is very weird (laughs) once we get into it. But there was an instance when she was 15 and her dad had two It was. Remember, it's like early 1900s, so he had to take care of these two kids that he was trying to find a new home for, and she like took it upon herself to find them a home. She's 15. She like went to the more wealthy neighborhoods and asked around. And since it's the early 1900s, she was just like, "Do you want these kids?" And these rich people were like, "Well, sure." So they took the kids, and that was kind of her first taste of like, like out in the streets doing this thing like trying to help kids quote unquote it's just all very weird um so let's see she graduates the martha washington college in virginia in 1913 with a degree in music she starts to be a piano teacher but she doesn't like that very much because she doesn't like dealing with kids (laughs) she said she doesn't have the patience for it (laughs) just so weird. Um she started to like read up on her like dad's law books and stuff and he was super pumped that she was interested in studying law and reading law and in that time in like 1913 you didn't have to actually go to law school to take the bar. So she studied law, she took the bar and she was actually the first Woman in Mississippi to pass the bar exam, which is crazy. Um, even though her dad was a judge and she went to him, she was like, Look, I passed. Can I? I want to be a lawyer. I want to practice. And he said no because it was an an unusual career for women. So, not more unusual. Early 1900s, not being allowed to practice law. Um, she decided to go into social work so in that podcast that I mentioned earlier uh the ones called what did you do they are talking about how in the early 1900s social work wasn't a thing but the community would get help from places like the church or things like that so much like you didn't have to go to law school to uh take the bar and become a lawyer like You didn't really have to go to school to start doing social work. But since she had already passed the bar, that was, like, a positive credit. And it looked good. So she became a social worker. Does that all make sense?
0: Yes. (laughs) I mean, yes. The way you were explaining it makes sense. Her decisions, not really.
1: No, and it's so weird. to. It's just hard to believe that you're like, you know what? I'm going to become a social worker, and you just, you do, because you don't really need any studies for that. Anyway, um, her first job in social work field was at the, she got a job with the Mississippi Children's Home, excuse me, at the Kate McWillie Powers Receiving Home for Children, excuse me, where she was the receiving director. Um, She was only there a couple of years and in 1924 she was fired for her questionable child placing methods so this was this was a straight up orphanage and she would how do I explain this people would come in and be like interested in adopting and she would literally give anyone that came in a child so she knowingly gave children to like sex offenders and pedophiles and ex-criminals and she basically it was such like a kind of a seedy area that she willingly gave these children up for
0: for trafficking essentially it's almost like if you could just, like, walk into a place and get a gun. Like, that would be so wild. Oh, wait. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I had to throw some shade. All right, yeah. It's that's ex-
1: exactly like that.
0: Bonkers. Anyways, carry on.
1: Um, it's at that, uh, at that orphanage in Mississippi, that's where she met her would-be one and only listed partner, Ann Atwood, who was a house mother there. Um. That 19, let's see, what I say? A couple of years before she got fired, she had adopted an infant for herself and named her June. And then her and Anne got together and Ann had a son, I believe. Yeah, a son, Jack. And in 1924, when I said earlier, she got fired from the Mississippi place. All four of them went to Memphis, Tennessee. So, Um, it was said that Georgia and Anne were together as what's called, like, a Boston marriage, in quotes. Which is two wealthy females that live together without, like, getting financial help from a man. But this says they were dating. (laughs) So, go off. Early 1900s. So... She is, they moved to Memphis, Tennessee, and she's hired as the executive secretary at the Shelby County, sound familiar, branch of the Tennessee Children's Home Society. So this home society had um, three different branches, four different branches, technically, and it was the largest in the state. The branches were in Jackson, Knoxville, and Chattanooga.
2: That's so crazy. I'm from Knoxville.
1: I know those
2: places. (coughs) All of them. I hate it. Actually, I spend Uh, time, quite a lot of time at each of those cities every year.
1: (laughs) I don't know if I've been into Jackson. It's very close to Memphis. You have to drive through it. Oh, I've never been to Memphis. I've been to Memphis once. Oh, I like Memphis. It's fun. And I didn't even go to Gretzland.
2: My house was never shot at in Memphis. There you go. Um all right, so we're gonna start getting <laughs> what? Remind me to tell uh things I like story at the end about Graceland. <gasps> okay, can't wait.
1: <laughs> 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 Love it. Uh, we're gonna start getting into the legalities of it. So she started out what did I say? Is this like a secretary? Yeah, executive secretary, sorry. Um at the tennessee children's home society and she slowly but um efficiently began working her way up the ranks and she ultimately became the director she became there was a guy uh eh crump was his name he was he became the mayor of memphis but he also came from mississippi and they became really close in a way that um she donated money to his campaign and so whatever he needed or whatever she needed, he would help her with as long as he got something in return for it financially, not anything else. Really. Um, so at this time in Tennessee, the law permitted agencies to place children with appropriate applicants um, in an effort to stop the selling of children. Uh, agencies only charged for their specific services. So. In keeping with the law, an adoption fee in Tennessee in the early 1900s, is there any guess how much it costs to adopt a child?
0: $5. Anybody
1: else? I was going to say 25 Cody? I'm guessing like 10 bucks. Okay. Violet, you were the closest. It's $7 to adopt a child in the early 1900s. Um but TAN or Georgia would charge sometimes upwards of thousands just to get these kids into like high homes.
2: No wonder um, there's so much misinformation about like how much adoption costs.
1: Yeah. Well, it got trickier in her case because she started to do uh like out of state adoptions. So it's so wild how she i don't understand it's like when i watched surviving r kelly and i was like how do you have so many people tied into this one thing and no one's like are we sure like should we be doing this like morally dude like you know um i do not understand so essentially what georgia did is at first she started to she was used to working in an orphanage but this home wasn't exactly like an orphanage it was a little bit it was like kind of one step up from that is how it was presented so she would take these oh God, she would take these kids from like literally anywhere she could find them and she wanted a very specific type of child a kid that had blonde hair and blue eyes was like ripe for the picking and so there's one story of a mom in Memphis, and well, let me get her name. Uh, her name's Alma Sipple, and she had her daughter Irma. They were out on a walk, and uh, they go back inside, and they she gets a knock on the door, and it's Georgia, and Georgia's like, "I noticed you were outside with your kid. Your kid is sick." Can I, do you, I work for, I'm a social worker. Do you mind if I take a look? And the mom's like, sure, I guess, like, come on in. So she takes a look and she's like shaking her head. She's like, oh, you know, this baby is really sick, really sick. We're going to have to, you know, she needs to go to the doctor. And the mom's like, I, I can't afford, you know, can't afford to take my kid to the doctor right now. Um, She seemed, you know, she seems okay to me. And uh Georgia's just like on to her and on to her. She's like, you know, I just think that I, I work for it. Like I said, I'm a social worker, so I can uh get her a free exam at the hospital. And her mom's like, great. Yeah, let's do that. I'll come with you. And Georgia's like, no, no, she has to. It has to be like she's an orphan for her to get the free exam. So you can't come with me. And the mom was like reluctant. But she was like, OK, sure. If it gets my kid seen, let's do it. And so Georgia takes the baby. She does take the baby to the hospital. But uh the next day, Alma, the mom, goes runs to the hospital. She's like looking around. She finds her baby in like in like a crib in a room, like happy and nice and playing and everything. And she goes to the nurse's station and tries to get she's like, I can I have my baby back? This is my baby. I'm gonna you know, can I have it back? And they're like, This isn't your Child, you don't have a baby here. So, because when Georgia went to her house in the beginning, she had her sign some papers. Well, those papers were adoption papers. So, at that time, that baby had already belonged to the home. Isn't that fucked up?
3: That is insane. I would be so angry. I mean, I would never...
1: Well, that would not fly now, but
3: <laughs> right
1: and right, yeah. And so, so it's she so was sad. It is, and she would go. Um, she on until Mysteries, they had one of a little girl like playing in the park or like laying on a blanket, hanging out in the park. And this old lady comes out of a limousine. And she's like, "Come here, pretty girl." And this little kid just like gets in the car, and that's how she got a lot of her kids. She also did the thing where. Um, she hired someone, a woman, to dress up as a nurse, and when the mom would have the baby, she would hand it to, you know, the doctor takes the baby out, they hand it to the nurse, the nurse walks away, and then the mom would never get to see her kid again. And she got away with all of this for so long, because she was paying people up. Paying people off, I meant. Um, so anyway... And she had the money because she was charging thousands of dollars for adoptions. Exactly. And not just $7. So she had a couple of clients that were super popular. Uh, One of them is Joan Crawford, who adopted her twin daughters, Kathy and Cynthia, through the agency. Which is crazy. Also, there was uh, a couple, June Allison and Dick Powell. That used the Tennessee children's home to adopt a son. And you would never believe who the son grew up to be. Who? I mean, if I... I don't want to make a game out of it, but it's fucking Ric Flair. Oh.
3: I don't know who that is because I don't know who
1: anybody is. He's a wrestler. wrestler? Oh. You would know him if you saw him. I think I know who that is. I'll Google in a minute. Yeah, she just kept working her way up and finessing all these people. She was paying off doctors. She was paying off the nurses. Uh, so she, I mentioned she was doing out of state adoptions before. Uh, her biggest two states were New York and California, and she had two women, um, Alma and Regina. This is not the same Alma that I mentioned before with the daughter. Um, Alma and Regina, they both worked for georgia alma i think alma was the one that went to new york and regina would always go to california but they had a system where each woman would take about four to six babies at the same time on a plane they would leave for the airport at like one in the morning so stupid early flights so no one would be in the airports that uh once they got to either new york or california they would have arranged to meet the new adoptive parents in the lobby of the hotel they were staying at. And Alma and Regina would pay the maids to watch the other children in the hotel room while they took the one that was about to be adopted to the lobby. And in The Unsolved Mysteries, they show this scene go down and you hear the dad ask about, like, payments and whatever. And the lady that brought down the kid to be adopted is like well you'll we'll send you the invoices when the adoption becomes finalized and no, there was no there was never any paperwork that went through the, anything like that there was a lot of people um that were trying to sue georgia because they made payments to adopt a child and they never received a child um there were the parents that lost their children and because memphis is like it's not it's big but it's not like that big like people started to talk and when you have so many children missing in the same area the adoptive parents all started to um or the parents that hadn't had their kids abducted they all started to like kind of talk And they started to sue her and nothing ever came of it because she had paid off the judge. So, another way she got kids was her, uh, there was a court judge, a Memphis family court judge, Camille Kelly, who when people would come in and be like, whatever case they were there for or whatever, um, Camille Kelly would write down the children that were mentioned, their ages, and then she would, their names, and she would give that information to Georgia. And so Georgia would go to their houses and be like, I'm the social worker. This is not a fit home. Goodbye. Say goodbye. So the judge was in on it too. God, that's crazy. That is so crazy. (sighs) It goes all the way to the top. Um it just just gets more nasty and disgusting. There's so much money that goes all in all by the end of it uh Georgia Tan earned over 1 million dollars in the early 1900s. Who the hell knows what that calculates to today? Right. The pe- I feel like Sasha's maybe looking up what that would be today. <laughs> Am I right? How did you know? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was waiting for it. Uh huh.
1: What do you got? I just
2: need to know. The internet says a million dollars in nineteen fifty. 1950... Oh God! In twenty nineteen would be ten million six hundred and seventy
1: eight thousand two hundred and fifty seven dollars. Whoa! Ten million dollars. Ten million. 10 million. Fuck. Cheese, Louise. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um. That's so fucked
2: up. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of suffering for people who spent the money.
3: Yeah, to- and a lot of them weren't even babies. A lot of them were little kids. Like, can you imagine being a little kid? And even if you're go if, if you're going from like a poverty home to A rich person's house like that would still be so traumatic of just like your family disappearing and no goodbyes
1: well so now that you mentioned that the the home that she ran um on like i said earlier on the outside it looked very nice and like all the wealthy people knew what was up and they loved it and everything but on the inside um it was essentially full of super sick children oh yeah there was oh god wait 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 because she wasn't putting in any money to take care of them. There was no just money. Them. Yeah. Um, shit. I can't find the number, but it was in the hundreds, the amount of children that passed away while they were living in that home alone. Oh, so no. Yeah, it said there would be up to six infants in one crib, uh they had um like nurses and stuff for pictures essentially but no one provided really any medical care that's why i'm oh saying like God. how can you have this many people on board with your weird fucking plan um <laughs> it's hard enough it. to get 6 people to go see star wars i don't What's get up? it <laughs> um oh yeah 500 deaths due to mis estimated about 500 due to mistreatment. That's 500 too many. Um, Didn't they like bury them out back or something? So. No. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Sorry. Sorry. No, I just can't no. hold it in. I just can't hold it in. No, they're depressed. depressed So much. There's so much. Oh, in 1930, Memphis had the highest infor- infant mortality rate in the nation. It probably still does. Guess who had the <laughs> had a big hand in that? Um, let's see. All right. So essentially. Um, the Tennessee governor at the time, Gordon Browning launched an investigation into the society on September 11th in 1950. And because he had been seeing some like allegations and reports about the agency selling children for profit. Um. He assigned Robert Taylor to the case. And uh, what did I? Ooh, this is on Unsolved Mysteries. It was like an exact date. I don't think the date. I trust Unsolved Mysteries more than I trust Wikipedia. I'm just going to say it. Um, on September 12, 1950, what's his name? Robert Taylor presented to the governor, Gordon Browning, um, the evidence he had collected on the society and on Georgia Tan and before anyone could do anything about it 3 days later Georgia Tan died of uterine cancer. Oh my god,
3: no she didn't.
1: She did. She disappeared into the Cayman Islands. The irony. Um after the investigation launched <clears throat> even after she passed away uh the it started to come out about Camille Kelly, the judge that helped her all those years. And, uh, to avoid any scandal, Camille Kelly resigned and never served any time. Was Camille Kelly a female?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Surprising there was a female judge back then.
1: Exactly. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> also a also- corrupt female right. judge.
2: Right! Right, right, right. Like, she, well, yeah. Well, I mean, she had to get in that position one way, and it wasn't by being Mary Poppins, so...
3: True.
1: Yeah. Uh, um. So, over several decades, nineteen of the children who died at the Tennessee Children's Home Society due to abuse and neglect that Tan subjected them to were buried in a fourteen by thirteen lot in the historic Elmwood Cemetery with no headstones.
2: That's
1: Tan, so nice it, of them. Georgia had bought the lot sometime before in 1923 and recorded the children there by their first names. So Wikipedia says like baby Estelle and baby Joseph. Mm. Um, in 2015 though, the cemetery raised $1,300 to erect a monument in their memory,
0: which is
1: so sad. Um, so what, like I mentioned before, I listened to the criminal episode. And the woman that Phoebe Judge has on, uh, let me get her name. I think it's Barbara Raymond. She wrote a book on all of this called Baby Thief. And um, she talks about how it's so twisted what Georgia did. But at the time, she really brought to light adoption being a good thing. As fucked up as she went about it. In the early 1900s, people did not adopt babies it wasn't a cool thing to do it was seeing that if a baby was born into poverty or if like the mom was kind of sketchy then the baby was going to be sketchy if the baby was born highfalutin then it would stay highfalutin forever and no one really like mixed with those things mm. and that's why it was so weird that everybody just like put their blind trust in this you know old lady that looked like she would bring a baked mac and cheese to a church potluck
2: I mean I do like a good baked mac and cheese
1: I do too but fuck Georgia <laughs>
2: Tan you know <laughs> not from a baby thief
3: not from her next uh, time an old lady gives you baked macaroni and cheese you're gonna be like are you a baby thief did
1: you <laughs> steal I didn't mean to ruin baked mac and cheese for everyone um but oh, what did just say her name was Barbara Was talking about how you know it's so fucked up she did it this way but georgia really did make adopting okay which for a lot of people has worked out great right right so that's good and we don't really want to give credit to her for that but she did kind of bring that to light also it's so it's a weird little side story but barbara in the criminal episode um says that she adopted... She has two adopted daughters. And, um, her daughters were taken from their biological parents. And she didn't know that until she looked into it, after she started looking into this case. Yeah, oh, wow. And I was so... I to say,
2: like, one of the really fucked up things is, like, the families now trying to put their families back together? It's...
1: Yeah. Well, that's what the unsolved mysteries they had like updates and stuff and you know it's people that finally get the name for their birth parents and they've already passed and oh. so they have to they have to find the next closest family member which is like a second cousin and it's sad but i don't know it's just it's such a crazy. i just can't believe there was a team of people like that there were so many people involved in this
3: it just, I wonder how many of the people knew what was really happening, or if Georgia and her, like, conspirator were telling them stories of, like, you know.
1: Well, we know at least four people knew what was going on. We knew Georgia, we know that Alma, and what was her name? Regina, her two helpers for Florida, or for uh, right, right New York and California, and their driver. Because her driver would be, in like, yeah. driving around, and she'd be... Let's get this kid. So that's four people. That's three too many. <laughs>
2: okay. I mean, it's four too many,
1: but... It's four too many, but
2: she's... Unless she
3: told out. her driver that, like, there's a kid in danger and we need to stop and pick it up at this park or something.
2: Yeah, but, but she did I mean.
1: it so much, I but can't... I was
2: about to say, like, how many kids?
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's super fucked up. I <clears throat> highly recommend the criminal episode. Let me get that number for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the unsolved mysteries is season two episode 11 which is not on hulu because unsolved mysteries is on hulu now but it Mm -hmm. is on youtube
3: it's on amazon prime not sponsored
1: it is
2: only dear amazon prime
1: uh it's episode 110 it's called baby snatcher yeah so thanks sean for the article Sorry, that I'm
3: so glad you did that one because I wanted to do it, but then I didn't want to do it, but I still wanted to discuss it with you guys.
1: Yeah. that's freaking amazing. I know what you mean. (laughs) I didn't want to do it either.
3: (laughs) After you, yeah, after you start looking into it, there's just so much information and you're just like, oh, this is going to be a lot.
2: Yeah. Like, people got away with it.
3: Yeah. i'm sure the same thing's going on today
1: i don't wanna know <laughs> wow cut that out
3: sorry sorry <laughs>
1: sorry i'm just
3: you know end of the year depressed
1: no i mean okay. well there's i mean we don't have to get into this but there's definitely trafficking going on but i feel like definitely. ah fuck. who knows <laughs> it's gotta be a bajillion times harder now
0: hopefully because mm-hmm.
1: Or does that make it easier? <laughs> does all the technology make it easier? Um, Probably shit. easier. Bro. Did you guys see on the news where a mom put a ring light into her daughter or a ring camera into her daughter's bedroom, no. and some fucking creep started playing music in her bedroom and oh was God. like, "Hi, I'm your best friend. I'm Santa Claus," and she's like, uh-huh, "What?" Brr!
3: Wait. Oh my how? god. Why can't people just like not ruin
1: They hacked the ring lives? camera? Like And someone They hacked, hacked it? into it. Uh, someone yeah. hacked it. And if that's someone that works at Ring, they should be fired. But the mom was like, I feel like it's someone that lives close to us. <laughs> yeah, the security on those things aren't great. I hate it. I just don't understand. Like <laughs> stop
3: Stop okay. ruining other people's lives, especially children. Like, leave them alone. They're innocent. They're not asking for it.
1: Yeah. Well, so on the Unsolved Mysteries, the Robert Taylor, the guy that investigated, started investigating her because of the governor. Um, in one of the interviews, he said she won 100. She did everything she did for money. She oh, never. Yeah. She never cared about child. She never cared about helping people. Oh,
3: definitely. Because she wasn't putting in any of the care to the children. She was just dumping them in cribs and you know. And them for themselves.
1: Yeah. Well, sorry for the bummer. Thanks, I hate it.
2: It's okay. (laughs) RIP those families and everyone's happiness and the babies that didn't get adopted. Fuck you, Georgia.
3: Fuck okay. you, Georgia Tan. Violet, are you alive?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Quite cool. alive. <laughs> Just uh, Taking it in. Taking yeah. it in.
1: <laughs> they can't all be as a banger like my last one.
3: <laughs> I think, think the one I'll never forget that's burned into my head is the story you told that might not be real that sasha did about the incest
2: oh that one's burning your oh. memory The donnie bean yeah.
3: yeah and i'm pretty sure well i was walking in the woods at night while i was listening uh-huh. to it because i Had to do it to you <laughs> had to do it to
2: him you know i had to do it to you. anyone else and- loving julian salamita's fucking oh, cooking god. videos god it's, i love to watch it <laughs> he just like he loved his pies so much and Debbie the machine was like well i'm eating them aren't i <laughs> what i also are like you?
1: when he realized he put two like mixed two pies in one <laughs> yes oh my god that's so funny but when he edited it he just zooms in on the page turn <laughs> <laughs>
2: i was like i was like surely this is a gag but no no he, dad. he was like this is weird <laughs> I just like at what point were those ingredients weird to you
1: I think he said the ginger yeah. <laughs> and a banana cream pie I was <laughs> like why I love it Um,
2: so funny story about Graceland and me Yeah, my mom was obsessed with Elvis sure <laughs> Elvis died before I was born right, right. My mom right. had tickets to go see Elvis, and he died before she could go see him. So oh. she's pretty devastated about that. Um, so she took me to Graceland. I was, I was little, like real little, <laughs> and I did not know Elvis was dead. <laughs> so we're going through this whole house, and I was like, "Wow, mom, this man that you like—he's such a great man. Look at all this cool stuff. Everything is wonderful." And then the end of the fucking Graceland tour is his grave. <laughs> I was like, "Mommy who's buried there?" Well, that's Elvis, sweetie. And I cry- I collapsed and cried screaming, <laughs> "He's dead!"
0: So first plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> and your
3: mom was like, "Lesson learned. Yeah. You just got
0: everything. You just got what is it? Uh Fuck! You got Ebenezer Scrooge. I was so sad. Just kidding.
2: I've, like I said earlier, I've always been super dramatic. So
3: that's really. I don't funny. see you as a super dramatic person, though. But maybe that's because you're only dramatic about the same things I would be dramatic about. Mm.
2: Yep. that's possible. <laughs> 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 I would say stuff. I said stuff in the car on the way home, like. He'll never make music again. <laughs> I had to be less than
1: six. <laughs> uh. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you're just passionate about things you're passionate about.
3: Yeah. And and your mom was probably, like, so proud that she made another Elvis fan.
1: But yeah, then...
3: Failed to mention... She... I
2: don't know. She probably mentioned it. But I had a six-year-old memory...
0: Right. If it makes you feel any better, Sasha, I'm a big Burt Reynolds fan, and I didn't find out that Burt Reynolds was de- was dead until a- I think after Maisie and I did the Deliverance episode oh, of no. What? Are you remember.
2: serious? Yeah, I we remember were, this being in the
0: podcast. We were recording the episode, and I was like, "I think this is so wild," because I was like, "I wonder what Burt Reynolds." We were talking about how he shot that movie in Knoxville. Yeah. And then I think the next episode, I was like, why did no one tell me <laughs> Bert Reynolds was That's dead? right. I yeah. did that
3: the other day. Like, somebody on Facebook shared somebody who died, like, a, a year ago or something. And I was like, oh, so-and-so died. I forget who it was. And my husband was like, they've been dead. And I was just like, oh, okay. Wait, is it the
2: voice actor for uh, Big Bird?
3: Oh, no. He just died. Okay. And I am crushed. Because Big Bird was, like, my like I loved Big Bird I slept with Big Bird when I was little I watched Sesame Street every day and Big Bird was my favorite and Big Bird like when Ian was born and I was like you're gonna love Sesame Street no so I am like tore up about Big Bird dying (laughs) No, but it'll be okay it'll be all right But a lot of people like December's one of those thing months where like famous people die. Mm. And they seem it seems to happen a lot in December. Every December. Yeah, it's weird.
0: So it was Big Bird the first and then that uh what was that? That like the Roxette person died? Yeah, and then that rapper, he was really young. Juice World. Juice World. I didn't know him, but i he was what, like 22, 21?
3: Yeah, I'm i am sad to say that this mom life hasn't kept me up on new rappers.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I had no idea who he was, but I just heard it was sad. He, oh, God, it was really out of, God, what was it? He died really tragically.
2: Of a seizure, right?
0: A seizure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I say Um, tragically, but it's just, like, he was crazy young, and I guess was, like, a big mental health advocate. Of course. Of course. What should we do this week? How to survive Christmas? Ooh, give a, yeah, give a good surviving the holidays tip.
2: Actually, Um, Murder Blows, Instagram posted, like, six of these tips.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right.
3: No, you have to. Well, I'm still on it tonight.
1: Basically, um. <laughs> being around family can be super fun and it can be super stressful. So, um, just learn to say no when that's what you're feeling like, and you don't I have to do be mine. anything you don't want to do. Yeah, that's essentially all of it, though. <laughs> like, you can walk away, take a deep breath, drink some water. You can leave. You could just straight up leave. They're yeah, not gonna like, be mad for a whole year. I like to find and the if animals. They are, fuck them. Find the animals. I pet them.
3: Um, uh, I do too. I Christmas I was carrying around a cat at Thanksgiving. Yeah, this that is wasn't my cat.
0: I feel like uh, Christmas time is a big money spending holiday. So, uh, to be honest, if you can't afford to spend the money, don't.
2: Yeah, I've about
0: it. Yeah, just be like, yo, I mean,
2: not this year, friend.
0: Yeah, we are doing this thing this year with our like little friends Christmas thing where we're buying ourselves a gift. That's awesome. It's fun. No, and, awesome. it, and it doesn't so have to like, be anything crazy, just <clears throat> something that like you normally wouldn't treat yourself with or that you've like been meaning to get yourself and just haven't for whatever reason, you know. I
2: can't wait to show you guys what you guys got me. <laughs> i love it <laughs> that's the name yeah, of the i home. seriously
3: just told you all that i'm not buying you anything because i have too many people to buy for already but that's my problem with christmas is like i'm shopping for other people and then i see things that i want and then i'm like you know what i deserve this mm-hmm. i'm working really hard this this time of year i have a little bit of extra money and then by the end of the year i don't have any extra money because and then i start spring cleaning and i'm like Why do I have all this shit? It's just one big circle of hell.
2: Yes. But no, seriously, Cody, (laughs) you give us an hour and a half to two hours of your time every week? Like, I try. Sometimes
3: (laughs) I do. Sometimes I do.
2: But I don't need presents. Yeah. Don't need presents. I don't Um, either.
1: This is the last tip because I really like it because maybe you get along with most of the people in your family and you just get overwhelmed sometimes. Uh, This tip is give yourself a task at gatherings, like taking pictures or helping out in the kitchen. Just to be the candid picture person, what a dream.
2: Ugh, but so helpful. I realized I only took one picture at my work's function this afternoon,
3: so. Yeah, I am terrible at taking pictures. I don't know if it's because, like, I grew up in the 80s and we only took pictures at, like, special occasions. But now, even though everybody else is taking, I just don't take pictures. And I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, I feel like if something ever happens to somebody I love, they're going to be like, she doesn't have any mentions of them on social media or any pictures of them in their cell phone. She must have not loved them. And I'm just going to be like, well, no, A, I'm paranoid. And B, like, I'm so in the moment that I don't even think about taking pictures. When your
2: life flashes behind your eyes, it's going to be great
0: i was gonna say i always think it's weird that like uh like when sasha and uh magical goo jelly and i like really prep for cons i mean we do all this work we're constantly posting like oh look at our what our costumes are looking like oh and then we get to the con we do like one picture and that's it
2: mm-hmm. like the whole
0: weekend <laughs> that's
2: why i like <laughs> vlogging
3: is that, and it's because like you're having fun, like you're not worried about like oh we have to get this perfect picture or whatever, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure.
3: And half the time your cell phone's dead.
0: And true. But I like that idea of giving yourself a task because if you're just sitting there, it gives you more time to reflect on bad things that you don't want to think about, it's true. rather than uh, making sure everyone's glass is full. Maybe not of alcohol, because sometimes that causes shit, but...
3: yeah, but hey, I, I do love, I love giving people shit. Like, I love watching people, like, I am the person that they're like, you can open up your presents. And I'm like, no, I want to watch everybody, and then I'll open up my presents. Like, I love giving shit to people. Yeah. Even though it's expensive as fuck, I love watching people open shit that I give them. It's gonna be so much fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: I mean, it doesn't have to be, though. Like, not not everyone's lovely which is gift-giving. Mine and Cody's is. Um, but, like, my boss and his boss joked about having a yo-yo battle like they were kids, like, probably a month ago. And I was like, just gonna buy them yo-yos. Bought three yo-yos for $21. That's really funny. Done. And so when I gave it to them, it was like, oh, you remembered this thing from a month
3: ago.
1: Yeah.
2: Like I have a notepad in my phone that's just things people have mentioned they want.
3: That's such a good
2: idea. That's cute. Yeah. Then you buy it for them, surprise bitches.
3: Yes. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Happy.
2: Well, holidays. And make
3: yourself some goddamn Christmas
2: cookies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Can't wait or for black that. Because. For my um, Jews out there, Shabbat
2: Shalom, motherfuckers. Hanukkah okay. is 1223, I know. That's it right. It's... And that happens for eight days? Or does it happen the eight days before? Fuck.
0: It's eight days after, you're good. Okay.
2: Oh, eight crazy nights. You get a double Christmas and a double New Year's. Like a double holiday on both of those days.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How thanks long have we for been listening going? This is the longest know.
3: episode we've ever done.
0: <laughs> I know. So I much like
2: thanks so much for listening. Happy holidays. Uh bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.
1: That doesn't need to be a part of the ad. <laughs> no, you need to